Root Causes, the PKI and Security podcast where a pair of industry professionals talk about all matters, digital certificates and PKI. I'm Tim Callen, Chief Experience Officer at Sectigo, and I'm here with Jason Sirocco, SVP of Product at Sectigo. How are you doing today, Jay? Doing great, Tim. Thanks for having me. So we wanted to talk, there's, I have a news article up here we wanted to talk about. This is from December 12, I believe it is. December 12, this is a dark reading article. The, the headline reads, Popular WAFs Subverted by JSON Bypass. This is by Robert Lemos, uh, December 12, dark reading. You can look it up on, on, on your own later. But Jason, what does this article say? What this article says is that monitoring is hard. That's really what it says. Um, and what kind of monitoring are we talking about? We're talking about WAFs, right? Web application firewalls. Right. And Tim is an important subject to this podcast because uh, browsing the web and protecting web assets is a big chunk of, of what happens in our world. Mm-hmm. And, and so you write and, and you configure web app application firewalls to make sure that bad guys can't get to ports that they shouldn't get to and can't send, you know, malicious commands that they shouldn't be able to. Uh, the WAFs have a, a whole pile of configurations within them to stop bad things. Okay. That's an incredibly gigantic oversimplification. Um, so web application firewalls can be in uh, everything from your, your big cloud providers and your CDN. So things like AWS, Cloudflare, uh, and then, of course, even some of your on-prem stuff like F5, right. uh, other, other names like Imperva, Palo Alto, right? So all these big, big security players uh, or infrastructure players will include WAFs in one way, shape, or form or the other. So uh, WAFs have been around a long time, but what some some people have figured out is that when you're talking to a database uh-huh. in behind the WAF, there can be commands that you're issuing to the database using languages and markup languages that the database understands, but that web application firewalls don't seem to have caught up to yet in terms of understanding malicious versus legitimate context. Okay. So there, so there needs to be an opportunity to issue these commands, I guess in this case, JSON commands. Um, but they could be used, they could be structured to do something malicious and the WAF doesn't have the logic to detect that. Is that right? That is correct. And it's the thing is, right, JSON is, just think about, it's, it's a format in which you can put both data and commands into a textual package that can be sent over the internet, goes through the WAF, is received by the database, and then the database will do something with this. Gotcha. And, and so therefore, it's a complex message in that it contains both commands and data. And I think what's happening for the most part is that these web application firewalls are like, oh, well, this is a JSON, you know, formatted package. So, eh, I, I don't, I don't really know what's going on in this package. So I'm just going to let it through. Right. Okay. And so there's all kinds of other commands that are sent where it's, it's scrutinized heavily by the WAF and anything that's in JSON doesn't seem to be as scrutinized. And so therefore a lot of what you would call WAF bypass to do malicious things or unexpected things is is possible by packaging it into these JSON formatted you know text strings, and so therefore 
you know, it's not going to, it's not going to affect a website that doesn't have a database that accepts JSON, right? So mm-hmm. therefore you're, you're safe if you're not doing that. The problem though is that a lot of modern web setups now have some sort of data structure in the back end that is accepting JSON, right? So therefore, right. I guess the main, this is a really good reminder and it's, it, isn't it funny, Tim, how these kinds of articles come out just before, you know, the holiday season <laughs> when, when people really don't, don't want to be doing this well, kind of work, worst, but worst time to be doing this kind of thing. Exactly. Worst time. But I would say this, if, if you have a website that happens to have a database in the back end and you're not using JSON at all, but it is still configured to accept JSON, right? right. I would say flip the switch and turn it off. Right. Sure. Just if you say, oh, so right. So you can't just say, oh, we're not using JSON. This doesn't apply to me. You have to ask yourself, is your WAF configured to accept JSON? Because that's that's how the hole gets opened. Yeah. Does your that's database. That's a very good point. Right. Yeah. It, does your database accept JSON uh, configured messages? If so, mm-hmm. and you're not using that feature, turn it off. Mm-hmm. And, and and at the WAF level, I'm pretty sure after this research has come out, uh, a lot of these big players that are very, very mature security players that are very sensitive to these things, I haven't done the homework yet to figure out what's available to you. But I'm betting that, that if you do an internet search or, or you talk to your vendor, uh, they have some kind of a response to this either now or they will at some point in the near future. It would be a really good idea to figure out what kind of updates that they have to their WAF and wait, ways that you can maybe reconfigure your WAF. Just be really aware of your environments, especially if you've got a database in the back end doing and something. So, so this is new awareness, right? Like this is something, the reason we're talking about this now, presumably this exploit has existed previously, possibly yes. for a long time. The reason we're talking about this now is this is where it's come to light. Is that correct? It's come to light. It's funny how it's one of these things that you think, oh, geez, why wasn't this talked about a long time ago? Mm-hmm. It probably was in smaller circles, but I think now it's become a big enough problem where, you know, a dark reading, for example, you know, tech journalism on security would bring it up as a topic as a whole and and give some awareness to it. And that's what we're doing here as well, because we have a, yeah. a lot of listeners to this podcast that, you know, play in the in the web server space. And this is, this is, this kind of technology is right up your alley. Yeah. And and to your point, if this is on the upswing, these, you know, these providers, you said names like Cloudflare and Palo Alto networks and Imperva, AWS, like these are well resourced uh, uh, organizations that are really trying to be as bulletproof as they possibly can. So you've got to imagine that they would take something like that seriously, especially if it's an emerging threat and and give whatever response they're able to give yeah it looks like the researcher i'm just going down to the final final paragraph here tim this is maybe the the best way to to end this is uh exactly what i just said it looks like five out of those vendors at least at this point that i've referred to have now added uh, json syntax support into their products i don't know how mature it is but it is something where I, I know none of you need Christmas homework, but there it is. And you could imagine that too. You could imagine um, uh, uh, we we do um, you know we have JSON syntax support, and then the bad guys are going to try to figure out how to write something that's going to fool us, and then we're going to figure out how to catch that, and the bad guys are going to write something else to fool us, and we're going to get into that whole arms race, right? You could certainly see that as a as 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 how this progresses from here. 
which is a major, for, you know, it's a major change in the way things typically have been done. I, I suspect a lot of people who set up their WAFs mm-hmm. configure it and forget about it. And what, what we're finding out here is now nah, I think WAFs are something you need to revisit at mm-hmm. periodically. And this, this JSON syntax support maybe a perfect way for you to go in and maybe re-review all of your configurations, including the syntax support. There you go. So maybe that's a great place to leave it. That's some good advice. Uh, if you're listening to this and you're responsible for the WAF or you know who is or it's adjacent to your department, um, it's it's good to think about that question and make sure that you're making the, you know, using that tool in the best way you're able to today. That's it. All right. Thank you, Jason. Thank you, Tim. This is Ben Rick Causes.